Hey y'all, welcome back to the Mad Music Podcast. It's your girl Michaela. And I'm with my lovely co-hosts, Ama and Dami. Hey. 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 What are we looking like? <laughs> yeah, we're like, is it, is it time to, should we say? I don't know if y'all gonna so, say, sometimes y'all be like, hey. So I'm like, are they gonna say something? We your energy, because sometimes she start all going crazy. I'm like, all right, let me, let me turn up. I said, let me calm down, because I never know what y'all gonna say. No. <laughs> we're not gonna say. It's all good. Um, how are y'all doing today? How's it going? I'm tired. I'm cold. It's cold today. It is yeah. very cold, y'all. It's cold out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody is staying warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Okay, let's get into these chokeholds. What have y'all been listening to this past, I guess, couple weeks or whatever has been choking you? Yeah. What, anybody want to go? Oh, yeah, I guess I'll go. Let's go in damn order. Yeah, yeah. Let's do some I guess it's been a minute. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Our, I guess our topic is originals versus cover songs, right? Mm-hmm. And this song is a chokehold, but it's also a, a put-on song. Um, this was recommended by our good friend Brandon, a.k.a. Mm. Murphy Daddy. Um, <laughs> this song is called Tell Me, and this mm. is the V-Mix. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Tell Me by Groove Theory. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, original. yeah, I heard mm-hmm. this. So okay. Brandon, like, text us this uh, remix um, by artist or duo called RM47, which... Um, includes this person named Mad. Oh, yeah, and then look at that. And then Raleigh or Raleigh, like I don't know, like the the city. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool. It's it's a cover, but it's like more like a house music cover. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, yes. of course, you know, I, I like a little house beat. <laughs> and um, I was researching this group, um, and they love the elements of Jersey Club, Future House, um, rhythm of Afro beat. Soulful vocals. Tell me if you want me to give you all my time. I want to make it good for you because you blow my mind. And it basically said, like, I know a lot of times we like to box artists, but I think a lot of artists nowadays are just trying to make music that feels good. That's yeah. what we're into. And when I listen to this song, I feel good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay. It was a good song. Mm-hmm. Mixing the old with the new. Yeah. New version. Mm-hmm. Brandon so. is always sending us songs. Yes. It is such a love language yeah. between all of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Keep doing that, Brandon. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, my chocolate song for today um, is an older song. Um, it's not anything It's new. what? <laughs> I'm staying quiet today. <laughs> But it's a good one, y'all. It's One in a Million by Aaliyah. Mm, um, that is a good one. Classic mm. R&B song. Beautiful song. This is my favorite Aaliyah song. Like, hands down. It's local. Rock the Boat is coming. It's close, but not One in a Million is my favorite. You mm-hmm. know, Missy did what she needed to do. As always. <laughs> with the lyrics on the, mm-hmm. on the pen, of course. And, of course, Timbaland did what he needed to do with the production. And, and we got this really beautiful song. Um, it works with Aaliyah's voice and her, her uh, I guess, her range so well. My favorite part about the well, I guess the not the song, but the video is the dance portion that they do at the when she's dancing with the with the guy oh, to the chorus, yeah. and then wearing that all white, yeah. and like, and then there's like a white background, and then oh, you know, I'm trying to learn that because I I feel like I should have known it by now, but I'm trying to learn that that yes, song, but that song is so I do love to dance, and I love that little dance break. So yeah, one in a million, classic. Maybe we'll yes, make that a TikTok for us. Wow! Look at you mm. putting let's, it out there. Let's put it in the universe. <laughs> don't don't be on the lookout for that. <laughs> Lord Jesus! 
my my chokehold is um, Memory Lane by Minnie Ripperton. Mm. So, past week, my mother, uh, her first anniversary of her passing came around. So, obviously, you go down memory lane when Mm -hmm. all that stuff happens. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in this song, she's basically going through the ups and downs of going down memory lane. In the first verse, she's like, I came across a photograph and it kind of made me laugh and it brings me back down memory lane. So, Mm -hmm. it's very much like that, you know, in real life. You really do. You go through all the feelings, all the emotions, yeah. Um, just trying to like bring back that memory when you do see those photos. I stumbled on this photograph and kind of made me laugh. It took me way back, back down memory lane. It's funny because Maya was just going through photos the other night, and she was like, um, <laughs> she was like, oh my god, I remember this day because you did this and <laughs> mommy did that, and it's it's just it was funny. It was. Mm-hmm. A good time. And like Minnie Ripperton, my mom did pass away from cancer as well. So I thought it was, you know, fitting um, to have her as the singer in this chokehold. It's a great song, though. Yeah, you, it really is. You know, it just it brings you really back. It brings back the nostalgia, all mm-hmm. that. So it's a, it's a really good song. So I love that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good old Minnie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Minnie Ripperton, she always come through. Always. Mm-hmm. Y'all already know. Let us know what y'all been listening to. Mm-hmm. Like we said, so you put you on the put on. Yeah, <laughs> wait. I think Neca did have one, but I don't know if she ever told us. So Neca, you know, give us the chokehold. This is the first time hey, hearing I this. I right? No, oh, she like, not again. Said, she oh, said shit. something. No, she said something in the page and in the, in the Instagram page, but okay. I didn't see what she's like. I didn't see if she actually gave us the song. She's like, "Oh, can I tell y'all my chokehold?" I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, send that through Neca." Uh, all right. <laughs> so this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we changed it up just to um, talk about this one <laughs> festival. Child. Child. So today, Dami and I will com- be combining The Drop and Musical Mess. Um, mm-hmm. Dami, I'm going to pass it off to you first with The Drop. What's going on? <laughs> y'all. Face, y'all. It's, it's so hard face. not to, like, go off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... We'll discuss. So um, for this week's The Drop, uh, we are discussing the lineup for the Roots Picnic. Um, so as y'all know, the Roots Picnic, uh, named after its founders and the hip hop legends, The Roots, um, takes place in Philly, Philadelphia, yeah, Fairmont Park. Um, it is just a lineup filled with R&B, hip hop acts. Um, there's also a podcast stage. Um, it's a little different this year where they're expanding it to three days because the first night, uh, Friday night, will be um, a comedic act by Dave Chappelle. Oh, yes. interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe he's going to uh, perform <laughs> at the brand. Wells Fargo. It's very on brand. Yes. <laughs> He'll be performing at the Wells Fargo in South Philly. So mm-hmm. um, I guess for those who don't know anything about Philly um, or this will be their first time going, um it won't be at the same place. So mm. the first night will be out in South Philly and then the other two, the actual festival days will uh, be at the park um, at the Man Center, Fairmount. You know, they're all together. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
All right, let me just let me keep saying the facts and then we'll go go. Yeah, we're gonna go it. into it. We'll go into I'm it. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> she going she going back down memory lane. Yeah, right. the PTSD <laughs> is is <laughs> making you want to fight. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so the following two days actual festival, uh, we have headliner sets by Diddy with the Roots. Uh, we have Miss Lauren Hill performing her mm-hmm. album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Yes, what is what, like, we're, 30, we're 30, 30, 30, 30 years? So? 25. 25, 25, yes. 25, yep. yeah. 25 years. Anniversary. Yeah, right. And it's such a classic. And, we'll it's the, and it's the 50th birthday of hip hop. Yep. Yeah, so. so it's a lot yes. of celebration mm-hmm. going on, which yeah. seems very, you know. Seems. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's also, uh, we also have a little Uzi Vert who's uh, also the third headliner. <laughs> I just want to rock. Buddy, yeah. They're going to love that. Oh, yes. Um, and there's also performances by Ari Lennox. You know, we love uh, mm-hmm. some Ari. Stan Ari. Yes. We have City Girls. My wife said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, I might risk it for you. <laughs> we need to step out. We need to step out. I, I might risk it for you, baby. Uh, Lucky Day, Eve, of course, oh. Philly Native. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes, it's Division. We have yeah. State Property Reunion. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a good lineup. It's actually a great lineup. It's a deep, really, really yeah. good lineup. Saucy yeah. Santana. We also have an I'm a Piano <laughs> DJ, Uncle Waffles. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, like, low key, but well, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and then we also have the podcast stage, which features uh, Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. We have Lip Service with Angela Yee, mm-hmm. Poor Minds co- uh, Podcast, mm-hmm. and my favorite, Don't Call Me White Girl. Don't call me white girl. I love her. <laughs> Mona. Mona, another Philly native. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so interesting. Be- you're weird to me. Right. Why are you being weird to me? <laughs> um, so tickets been out. I don't know if it's sold out yet, but y'all I don't think so. I'm just <laughs> Well, I guess I could I could take over. That's a nice transition. So like we know, as Dami has stated in the drop, Roots Picnic is coming up uh twenty twenty three in June. Uh Good luck to y'all because <laughs> apparently, like, I, Dami has said certain things on the podcast where she was saying, like, you know, some of the headline, you know, uh, Duran was really good, Jasmine yeah. was good, Mary was good, but the execution of the Roots Picnic was very horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell by the comments that were Child, posted under the um, flyers, and I'm talking about most of the flyers, mm-hmm. and because you know everybody who's a part of it was posting the flyer, but especially under, I think it was the Roots, yeah. um, the their Instagram. flyer, yeah, yeah. The Instagram, it they were tearing them up in the comments. Um, but like we said, um, Hip Hop's 50th birthday, it's Lauren Hill's 25th anniversary of the iconic Miseducation of Lauren Hill, yes. and a lot of people are like, "Well, will she be on time?" Like, y'all gotta ask the big question. Y'all gonna have question. to lie to her because is she gonna actually <laughs> show up? Is she gonna actually be there? Does she know that she's performing? Yeah, right. Most there is even an article that came out like not too long ago where fans were literally roasting her like. Um, never again. I'm not going to another Lauren Hill concert on, because Lauren. she wasn't on time. She wasn't performing well. Um, one fan has said Lauren Hill will most likely arrive after the concert. Never paying my money <laughs> to see her perform again. I was like, damn. damn. Come on, Lauren. Damn. And, uh, and then somebody else said her on the bill is going to stop folks from buying tickets. And I was like, Yikes. wow. I could believe it. Wow. I guess I can see that. Yeah. That's not the only thing that's stopping people from buying tickets. <laughs> Some people were not too happy that Dave Chappelle is headlining because we know that Dave Chappelle be having them really tough jokes yeah. about a lot of different people, especially trans people um DJ Wackademics is out there don't nobody like him which people don't understand why he's there for real though um 
And he's like number two on the call sheet behind Charlemagne, which doesn't make sense. Money talks, Um, like y'all said. And then, you know, another really popular Philly-based podcast, Larry and Lionel, they're, you know, they've gained some traction. They really have a good following, especially in Philly. A Mm -hmm. lot of people love them. Yeah. Um, They're even touring, and they weren't even offered to be on the stage. And touring? Yeah, they're, they're touring. They're in Atlanta they, this they weekend or something. Them. Yeah, they play with them. They even made comments on wow. on the actual page under people who were saying like, "Where's Larry Lionel? Where's Larry mm-hmm. Lionel?" And mm-hmm. they were like, "It'd be your own city." And I was like, "Damn, mm-hmm. that's like, I feel I feel that that that's hurtful." I would mm-hmm. say as well. And Questlove even responded to that last year when they said, "Why weren't we there?" And he was like, "I'm gonna really be considering See? y'all for this mm-hmm. year." See? And look at this. Look, it's still. <sighs> not to not to mention a lot of people like Dami are upset about what happened last year. Mm-hmm. There was a stampede, poor audio and video production on some of the sound stages. The execution of the festival did not go over well. And thank God for this eyewitness account <laughs> that we had. <laughs> but but I let me just read some of like the reactions that I saw. Um somebody said, Nope. I supported and defended this hard for the last two shows. We'll see what's improved this go around before I know, before I nor anyone I persuade to spend their money and travel with me to such an event again. Um, Love these artists, but due to last year's experience, I'm not even in the slightest bit interested in purchasing a ticket. Mm. Y'all going to have three days of BS, not enjoyable music. Damn, this is... Please tell me y'all told, told Lauren that the show starts at 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Somebody said, dang, I want to yeah. go, but last year made me lose too much trust. Yeah. Um, another person said, make sure y'all tell Lauren to be there five hours before <laughs> she's supposed to be there. Oh, gosh, this is crazy. Um, somebody also said, too bad your event was trash last year and we never got an apology or an explanation. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm. How good the lineup is, I will never be going back. Last time y'all claimed Dave Chappelle was going to headline, he bailed, and we got no refund, no thanks. Oh, damn. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that happened. Girl, yes. It's nah, girl, what wow. is going on? Look, look, look. One more person. Uh, <laughs> it's actually really sad how y'all are blatantly ignoring how much mm. went wrong last year yes. to put then put out another show <laughs> with still no accountability or yeah, ways that you all plan to improve show that you don't care and are more interested in t- turning a profit than ensuring that hmm. people have a quality experience mm-hmm. what makes it worse is that this show is not cheap and you have robbed black folk of their funds knowing damn well we don't lie and keep shit 100% I'm not sure what tactic damn. y'all are using but really? not speaking on your shortcomings but mm-hmm. with all the, this negative feedback in the comments I'm I'm wondering how many people still support such a disorganized and unstructured event. Woo! My God. And it's all facts. No, those are all very good comments. Yes. Yeah, and you can just... And it's crazy because... When I was going through the comments, they literally were only responding to the positive feedback. Yeah, so that's nobody like, mm-hmm. was responding to <laughs> them saying, like, "Are you are you, y'all gonna fix this? Like, we don't is see anything that. happening that you, that's Bye. gonna make this better?" Girl, I, I, yeah. I was I was shook when I saw all that. But Dami, please yeah, you give us the full re- recount of what happened because you you were nice about it. For, I, I, I was, was very nice the, about for it for the most part yeah. when you did talk mm-hmm. about it, but. I was I very nice about it because, you know what, I'm trying to extend grace, you know, because mm-hmm. of one, Understood. right? Mm-hmm. We're coming back from COVID. Touring is coming back. Performances are coming back. I get there's going to be blimps and and logistics-wise. I can understand there are small things that can happen. Small. Or maybe it was not small. Right. It, they were hours behind schedule. So, yeah. no for example, for there were, there's three stages, right? 
There's okay. two with the musical performances and then the one with the podcast stage. Okay. I didn't really want to see anybody on the podcast side, um, except for like Rory and Maul, but I missed them because, again, they were running behind schedule. So mm-hmm. my plan didn't go according to plan because mm-hmm. things were going behind schedule. Yeah. Um, so I stayed on uh, the second stage, which is like the smaller stage mm-hmm. that's actually um, at the Man Center. And that's where I saw, like, Duran and, like, all the other, like, smaller acts. Mm-hmm. And I had friends that were at the main stage because, you know, people want to see Jasmine. Yeah. They want to get a good seating, yeah. good area. So they were there for most of the day where there's, like, no shade. Mm-hmm. It's hot as hell. Oh, no shade either? Yeah. It's hot ass summer? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. No point. shade. You have your blanket. So people just laying out, mm-hmm. waiting, waiting, waiting. Mm-hmm. And I was texting my friends, like, yo, let me know when, like, the act or two before Jasmine is done so we could just run over. We'll mm-hmm. meet you guys. So I kept texting them. They was like, oh, we're like three hours behind schedule. Wow. Three hours behind schedule. Jesus. Now, the second stage was going fine. We were under shade. We was we had seeds. We were chilling. Oh, had the shade. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were chilling. So, like, that stage was... It was bearable. It yeah. was bearable. Yeah. Um, okay. Still kind of going, like, still behind a little bit, but wasn't as crazy. But, you know, I kept hitting her up, like, hey, 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 let me know. Let me know. They was like, no, nah, we still have, like, wow. three other acts before Jasmine. It was that bad. And that happened on both days. The first day, yeah. I told you guys, we left before seeing Mary J. Blige. She yeah. was the headliner. Oh, yeah. You said that, yeah. Because, again, behind schedule, Jasmine Mike's was, wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So we barely heard Jasmine. We it heard be her own background. City. It be your own city. <laughs> it be your own city. <laughs> we barely heard Jasmine. We heard her background singers more than we God. heard her. Wow. The camera work was horrible. We didn't even see Jasmine. We were looking at her. Background. background. And I'm going to post it, y'all. Yes. Don't worry, I'm going to post it. <laughs> oh she said she got the receipts. I got the receipts. Yes, for real. Okay. Um, yes. So, yeah, we left Crazy. before Mary. I don't think Mary performed until like midnight. By that time, baby, we were at the dining room. I'm surprised she didn't say fuck y'all. I'm surprised there wasn't an ordinance that said, no, we have That's to shut this right. down. I'm, I'm very surprised. Second day, um, I believe WizKid was supposed to be the headliner. What? <sighs> Summer Walker was supposed to be before. No, no, no. I lied. Summer Walker, I believe, was the headliner, and okay. Whiskey was supposed to perform before her. Oh, yeah. But I feel like they switched. First of all, they switched the acts, did not tell us until the end. We were like, they kept saying, like, oh, y'all ready for um, Summer Walker? And we're like, I thought it was Whiskey that was next. Oh, my And we gosh. all kept saying, like, what happened to Whiskey? So we yeah. thinking, like, Whiskey's not there. He didn't yeah. show up. Mm-hmm. Come to find out they switched the acts. Now, I have a theory that people... That they thought that we were going to leave after WizKid because, you know, there's so oh, there's like, because not Afrobeats may not be popular or something like that. No, not not even that, because I think they felt like Summer Walker with her stage anxiety. Oh, they thought that people were going to leave after WizKid's performance and not see Summer not Walker. See so, OK, that's my theory. That mm-hmm. may not be the truth, but whatever. They switched it, did not let us they know that they switched about it that earlier. Not wow. the day of. Exactly. When WizKid finally comes on whole set nothing's working he has wow. a DJ DJ Tunes who does like a little DJ set prior to WizKid coming on mm-hmm. it took them like 30-40 minutes to get get his act together the sound was still off still horrible y'all I'm going I'm, I was trying to give Grace but it was that terrible those comments the people that spent all that money the people who spent over a thousand dollars for VIP what? they were not lying about what was going on mm-hmm. about what was going on yeah and like for the amount that I've paid, right. in general admission, mind you, mm-hmm. it was not worth it. 
It wasn't worth it. Yeah. They need to do better. And this is coming from someone who loved festivals. Right. And I get it. Right. Okay. I get I'm looking it. like, you know, I ain't going. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I'm like, dang, this is really going to deter Alma from wanting yeah, to go to. Cool. Yeah. And you yeah. think about it, it's a black ass festival. Yeah. So many great acts. Like, who doesn't want to see these people? But it's like, I'm paying all this money in the middle, in the midst of an inflation, in the midst yeah. of this economy. Yes. Yeah, and this was like the first concert after like COVID and all that because I don't think they had one 2021 no they canceled that definitely didn't have one 2020 Mm -hmm. so it's just like come on y'all y'all supposed to be coming out with a bang come correct I don't know if everybody was just off from being off for two years (laughs) yeah but the producer is the um, the co-founder Sean Gee is the manager of The Roots he serves as the executive producer of the festival that's what I was about to ask Sean you need to get it together Sean get it together please at at least some accountability and some acknowledgement at least accountability they're not even acknowledging like everything that was wrong that rubs me the wrong way that's rude just say hey this happened we're sorry we know it was bad Yes. People, will, people will be like, you know what? We appreciate yes. that. Yes. Y'all said that y'all got this, this, and that in place yeah. to, to improve it, and I'm coming. Give us a plan. But they haven't done yeah. any of that. It's still a service industry. You're yes. still providing a service. And just like a restaurant manager will come out and say, I'm sorry that the food was not to your liking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you like exactly. for me to do? Mm-hmm. That's what y'all should be doing. Exactly. I'm sorry that last year was not good. This is what we have done to improve. Mm-hmm. We apologize. Mm-hmm. This is what how we're going to mitigate. It is yeah. something. It's horrible. Something. And, and it's I horrible. get it, like, I'm not I'm not hard to please, right? I'm not right. expecting a full refund. I'm not even expecting a partial refund. I yeah. just expect you to be like, hey, we recognize what we, we, we done wrong, mm-hmm. but this is the plan for next year. Yes. And we hope we'll That's make up difficult. for it. Yeah. And honestly, if that was the case, I would probably purchase the ticket yes. for this year. Yeah. But I, I didn't hear anything. Year. And I'm glad people were going off in them comments. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I want people who never been to Roost Picnic before or at least mm-hmm. were interested to know the in real to see what's going what's yeah. going down. Yeah. And they can de- decide for themselves if they want to go yes. through that or not. Yeah. It's the same thing about that one festival in Vegas and somebody was like, nah, it was too hot. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know, yeah, the I, lovers you, and friends. And yep. then you rethink it. You're like, wait a minute, it is hot in Vegas. And well, I, I don't like right. staying out in the sun for twelve hours yeah. and stuff like that. So you do think about it and think. God for all these people who are honest and telling the truth mm-hmm. like I don't know last mm-hmm. year was this or that even if last year they just were to say like this is what happened with our sound y'all blah 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 like the center something. wasn't set up to yeah. you know hold this or blah you know something. just something if, just if something. they would have just said that even after mm-hmm. I think more people would be like okay like I'm still gonna go like yeah. I still wanna see Lauren I still you know I'll give her a chance or whatever yeah. Yeah. but and, that, and that's the thing right logistically it's already off so can you imagine Lauren that's consistently inconsistent Mm. she would probably just not come she'd be like y'all don't have the sound together the (laughs) video not together the the stage not set up She's I'm just like, gonna stay in my hotel. Yeah, mm-hmm. she like my chi is off, my chakras. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know it don't take yeah. much. Don't take much. No, she like, take me back to Jersey. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. I'm going across the bridge. Over the bridge. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's not gonna take much ben for Franklin. her. Yeah, yeah so. it's it's crazy. It's unfortunate because the lineup is crazy. The it's lineup crazy. is beautiful. Crazy. I love everybody in the lineup. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. I'm surprised people even agree to do it after what happened last year. These are some big money, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's always money. Sorry about that. I will say though. Um, last year's Lovers and Friends Festival, Lauren Hill was actually there. And apparently, mm-hmm. she was on time, so she might be redeeming yeah, herself. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. You know okay. why? Because they're three hours uh, behind. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. So she was operating. 
operated late that's a technically. Good one. That is that's a good, good one. one. That's, that's a good, good one. one. That's a good one. Yeah. Listen, yeah. she needed me on that time all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they need to just reset her watch, her watches, right. her clocks, everything. Let's set, let's uh, set it back. Let's set it back. Everything. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. good luck to everybody who mm-hmm. will get a ticket. Thank you, Dami, for combining this with us cause, and telling us your story because, Lord Jesus. Yeah. The only good thing I heard was the food was good. Food was I heard the food trucks was busting. The food trucks oh, were see? busting, yeah. We gave them something. We gave them something. Yeah, yeah. Nice, a lot of local, local, local yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating. Oh, she was the DJ stage, too, which like, was, that was a lot of fun. I'm going to be like, shoot, I may not be able to hear them, but I'm going to go to this food truck. The lines were long as hell. The lines were long as hell. They needed more trucks. The lines were long. But did they run out of food? Hmm. Uh-oh. I don't know. I was kind of, you know, I was, I, was, I was on some things. So. <laughs> I wasn't all the way there. Well, I was, I was, I was about to say, at least it was there. Yeah, right, 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 right. You know, yeah. Like some people. Right. <laughs> yep. uh, Jesus. And yes. I'm, Good luck to everybody luck, involved. Yes. Uh, I, hope, customers. I hope it's much better this year. I hope yeah. so. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I kind of want to like slide by you know what I'm saying yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, like see what right. it's looking like What's going I mean on? I did that last year too yeah, but yeah. still it's just like oh you know yeah. we'll see what happens we'll see how people feel I, you know people are still going to purchase tickets of oh, course yeah, absolutely. and it really I don't know because I guess because it's local I, I just be so amazed that people actually like fly out yeah, I saw yeah. some people come back home. Yeah. Come and see it. I was and like, I was like mm. "You really coming to Philly? Yeah, yeah. not that Philly is horrible, but also you really coming to <laughs> yeah, Philly? Yeah, right. You, <laughs> I mean, that that, that <laughs> attests to how great the lineup no, is. Right, every year the it's lineup right. is bang. Can't, can't deny the lineup. You can't. And they just, I feel like they outdo themselves every year with the lineup. That or, might be the problem. Yeah. Mm. Have they got have they gotten too big too fast? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. Don't know. We'll see. It's yeah. something. Something ain't right. Learn from this. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. Oh, they really need to. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see Dang. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Fallon need to be asking them. They need to be interviewing Ooh. them. Ooh. Because you know he. Yes. You're right, though. They need to be in a quest. Ask the questions, quest Jimmy. Love. Yeah. What's his name? Tariq? Tariq? Black Thought? Black Thought. Black thought. Mm, Isn't yeah. his real name Tariq or I something like that? So. Oh, yeah. yeah Sorry. So. I mean, <laughs> he's from Philly. <laughs> 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 Don't do it. You know what? Don't do it. Okay. Well, let's move on to our hook, y'all. And like Dami said, today it's covers versus original, or originals, shall I say first, versus covers. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, this topic just came about because I was like thinking about there's some songs that I really love and I would be like, dang, this is a cover? Right. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this is a cover. Like, this is so-and-so song? Yeah. Or right. you hear the, you know, the cover version and you're like, oh my God, but I like the original much better. Or mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know the original was by this person. Mm-hmm. So I yep. thought it would be interesting for us to delve into this uh, topic. Do you guys ever, like, you remember or have, recall, like, your first time you realized there was somebody who covered a song? You know, it's so funny, right? Mm -hmm. So I grew up in a household where my mom always played like reggae music. Mm. I didn't realize a lot of the reggae songs were covers. Oh, yeah, girl. Yes. Yes. Like, I can't. 
I'm, I'm going to talk about one of them in my songs, but like yeah. I can't specifically remember the first song. Yeah. But I started realizing it as I got older. I'm like, wait yes. a minute. <laughs> Y'all make this song? Yes. Like, <laughs> no, same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. My mom was the one who used to point it out to me all the time. Because like I said, she loved music mm-hmm. and so did I. And she would just be like, you know, so-and-so did that song back in the day. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? And she, you know, she used to tease Mary, like, Mary is just a cover singer. <laughs> like, ooh, she, she, you know, there's a lot of songs yeah. that Mary has yeah, that are true. cover songs. You're go- I'm going down. She yeah. she even yeah. did um, Sweet Thing by Rufus and Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. she there's always, like, one cover, it felt like, in the beginning of her career. I think more now it's not, not, it's hers. not yeah. any covers. But, People of course, her stuff now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the beginning, it was like that. But... It was funny yeah. how she when she would point it out and then I would hear the original. I'm like, dang, this is mm-hmm. also good. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. I, yeah. I just I think it's funny. Like your ear kinda like tunes up and you're like, No, I've been heard this song before. Like yeah. who, who sang this song? Who sang this song? Mm-hmm. You like you're like trying to figure it out. So Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a good song will get you like that. No, too. for yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. And I, there are a lot of artists who have like songs that are always covered like the Beatles is one like they're one of the major ones that is always covered a lot of their songs as well Um, Judy Garland Over the Rainbow Mm -hmm. always covered Patty LaBelle Uh, and like you were saying with reggae, I noticed a lot of gospel songs are covered. Yes. Oh, yes. And you're like, where's mm-hmm. the original? And like, it's just like some old hymn that somebody like yep. changed yes. the arrangement mm-hmm. to. Like, for instance, I didn't know that Bomb and Gilead wasn't Karen Clark's. Wait a minute. Like, yeah. I didn't know that either. It's, I not, know that. it's not hers. Like, the original composition is unclear it's like from the 19th century like early really? 19th century and then it has changed <laughs> over yes it has changed they just changed the arrangement over time Baum and Gilead has been around for a long time and mind you the Clark sisters it wasn't just Karen when she was solo but mm-hmm. the Clark sisters actually have it on like one of their older albums really and I was wow. like I was I'm like learning. what and it sounds that. so different than uh, the Bomb and Gilead on yeah. her, uh, I think it's like her debut, debut solo I think yeah. album. Yeah. It sounds so different than the uh, um, original or their version. Of wow. <laughs> you say 19th yeah. century. When I hear Bomb and Gilead, I think like fried hair. Yeah, right. Nails. 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 1990s. Listen, you come couldn't on tell me. That's I, what I'm thinking. I could have thought that Donald Lawrence wrote that. Yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah. For real. Oh wow! That's crazy. 19th yes. century. Yes. Wow. It's wow. crazy. I, I it's would like for y'all cover. to hear the uh, the original because it sounds. Really you're just like, yeah, wait a minute, like now. this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yes. how did that sound like and then, different? And then, oh my and gosh! Yes, and then there's there's just like I know one who's there. Found in him peace of mind. Jesus is about in Gilead. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so it's totally different. This, the, the way that they I sing it that. is totally I different. You're like I do like that. I was yeah. like. Blown, mind blown. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of gospel music is covered. Amazing yeah. Grace. I mean, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Child, yeah. Too many of versions course. of that. Yeah. Yeah. What so, a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. And I was thinking, I don't remember the first cover I heard, but I was thinking of how Kurt Franklin used to cover, like, I guess what would be considered secular. Secular, secular. Yes. And, like, and, the, rearranging. Um, and rearranging mm-hmm. it. Yes. And it really, he made it work. And yes. it, and it really, yeah. That's, it what, that's what the, got him to the, young, the younger folks weird. in the church. Yes. And remember yes. he did Gonna Be a Lovely Day by Yeah, he made that a gospel song. I was going to say, he's also a 
an artist who's covered a lot. Ain't no mm-hmm. sunshine. Ain't is no covered sunshine. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like uh, Twinkie did the same thing. Well, Twinkie has said like she has gotten some of her songs from secular music as well. So yeah. you brought the sunshine is supposed to be like Rocket Love. Oh, she got a lot of her inspiration from oh. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, wow. but you know what? That, that's dun, dun, that's dun, how dun, it dun, is, dun. and everybody starts in the yeah. church, right? So everybody has that connection. Exactly. It makes sense that you can. That's why she didn't mind Beyonce using um short short That makes sense to me. Exactly. Yes, it's all together. They all mush it together. Are there any like artists who you think are like known to be cover singers or cover artists, or they have a lot of covers? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm gonna talk about a lady, you know, my girl Aretha. Aretha. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, mostly my girl. in the beginning of her career when yeah. she first started, like we, like we have seen in the movie when she yeah. was trying to get Charting, her footing yeah. Yeah. in the door. Her dad was like her manager. She was just doing a lot of standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she wasn't able to like really get her own. I mean, like even respect her biggest song is an Otis yeah, Redding song. Redding. Yeah. yeah, she got respect. She yeah. got uh, Let It Be Let by it the be. Beatles. Yeah, see? Bridge um, <laughs> Over Troubled Water, Horror yes. Song, Simon Son of a Central yeah. Man. The yeah. way you talked about that on the yeah. country episode. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, she... Aretha definitely did a lot of covers. I will I will say though, she know how to make them her own. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. She, Come on. Oh, now. She definitely she you would think that they're here. They're hers. Because I thought that Bridging over Trouble Trouble Me Water too. was hers. Yeah. Until I heard Simon and Garfunkel's yeah. and I was like, wait, that's their song? Mine was blown, girl. Mine was blown. <laughs> Proud Mary. Proud Mary, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I Cantina. Mm-hmm. Um Dionne Warwick. A lot of people cover her songs. Yes. yes. A lot of people yeah. cover her, yes. her songs. And yeah. I think there's a lot of um jazz musicians. I feel like jazz is like that with reggae and gospel as well mm-hmm. they're always mm-hmm. covering each other's stuff because there's so many great mm-hmm. jazz artists Duke Ellington is always mm-hmm. covered and yeah. Ella Fitzgerald Sarah Vaughn Nancy Wilson oh yeah. yeah and I was gonna say like you know I know we talk about a lot of the artists in the past but mm-hmm. even like current day when it came to like social media mm-hmm. and YouTube a lot of the artists that are big now a lot yeah. of them started off on YouTube Cover. doing covers yeah. so we had the Chloe and Hallie yes. oh, yes. we had yes. Van Jess yeah. Duran oh, I didn't know that LMA. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so they all did their own yep yeah. Ari Yep. So it's like oh, really? that's true. Mm-hmm. She was oh. doing covers, yeah. She was yeah. doing it with Duran. Mm-hmm. They were singing oh. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I, 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 a lot of Motown songs. They oh, cover yeah. each Girl. other. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Each other. It's like Child. you know, Smokey will write a song and then it goes to Diana. <laughs> then Smokey it goes to the, them the Temptations. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Like, Stevie everybody Wonder. Just, oh, Stevie. They just, yeah. just sharing all everybody, the same songs. Everybody getting get paid. Like Reflections is a cover from the Supremes, and then it went to the Four Tops. Yeah. I heard it through the Grapevine. Oh, that one's been covered a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was actually Gladys Knight, and then Marvin Gaye took it. And he made that his own. Yes. And apparently, fun fact about that, the Gladys Knight, they were they recorded their version first, um, but after or no, they recorded after the uh, Miracles and Marvin Gaye, but her version was the one that was released. Okay, first. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it's like but, but his version is the one that's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 work. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Mm. It's crazy. Um I do have a I don't know if this is controversial, but like who has the best version of I'm Every Woman? Whitney or Shaka? Whitney. <laughs> it's Whitney. I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, it's, let me tell you something. It's Whitney, I'm sorry. From Shaka, the beginning, from the first you, thirty seconds of the song, I'm she so won. Much. She won from the first thirty seconds. She also she also gave her credit. She Shaka Khan. Yeah, oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just in the video. I think right. She won. Yeah, yeah. she gave her credit. Yeah. 
it's, it's Whitney's song. It's, it's Whitney's it's Whitney it's okay. song. It's okay. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Is it, okay, do we feel that way because we're a younger generation? No, no. I listen to both yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I just like Whitney's more. It has more energy to me. Yeah. Like, it makes me want to get up and dance. Yeah, yeah. I think the production really just kind of elevates it. Yeah. It's empowering. Yes. Hint, hint. That's my go-to karaoke song. I love that song. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Are there any artists that y'all think um, you would like to hear cover somebody else's song or an original song? I definitely was thinking like Chloe can do Chloe too. Yeah, Yeah. Chloe can do like (laughs) Beyonce's songs. Mine, I would love to hear her. Um, her version of mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She could do it. Yeah, Yeah. I think she could. She could definitely do it. Yep. I mean, that's like you said. That's how her their career started. But I would definitely love to see Chloe. I don't know if she has done any covers since. Coming it's on, been a, it's you been know. Wow, she she used to put them on Instagram, but I feel like she's done it in a while because she focused oh, on yeah, her. Oh yeah, right. she, she used to like do yeah, a sexy but, version, but, rele- yeah. but oh, releasing yeah. anything. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. she didn't release done, anything. Right. Yeah. Oh wait, no, except for her feeling good by Nina Simone. She did release that oh, as a single. Okay, okay. Remember she did that, uh, that yeah, performance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, didn't Chloe Howie did um. Um, if I could oh, yes. mail my to you, oh, I would. They did? Yes. Oh, wow. They I did. that sounded beautiful. It was like on a Spotify yeah. sound stage yeah. or listen oh, session, some okay. single session, something No, like I that. mean, they have strong voices. I Honestly, I would like to hear Chloe do some scissor songs. Ooh. Like, imagine Chloe singing I like, like Supermodel. I like kind of new. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, Nobody Gets Me, The Weekend. Yeah. Mm. Leave Broken Clocks Alone, though. Please oh. don't. <laughs> Here she go. Here she go. Here she go. Don't Here she go. It's a masterpiece. Right, right, right. Imagine her singing blind. Yeah. Yeah. She, I, I, I do love Sis's version, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think about it. Mm, uh, Yeah. I don't know. I think she'd be good on the weekend, though. She would be good on the weekend. I think she would definitely. She has the perfect voice for the weekend. She would definitely kill it on the weekend. Oh, God. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe leave Lana alone, actually. Broken Fox and I also get broken clocks for you, but I'm like, blind? Blind? You want to do blind? Yeah, I'll put those in the vault. Leave oh, them alone. Yeah. 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 Don't, 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 don't let it taint your, <laughs> your love for it. Because even they was like, <laughs> don't do it. Now, the songs that y'all have chosen, were, were they mostly the cover songs or the originals? Let me see. Let me check. 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 The covers. Mine, yeah. Two of them are the covers. One of them's original. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah. Switching right. it up a little yeah. bit. Who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. I'll go first. Okay. okay. We can go in. Add them. Sign order. Whatever order. Something that start with I. So far. Admin. I'm sorry. Ooh, I like that. Trigger. Right, right, right. It makes me think about work. It makes me think about work. It's the weekend. It's the weekend, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. It's all good. I'm sorry. So for all three of these songs on to list. When you type them into Google, these are the songs that pop up, not the originals. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how good they are. It is Damn. what it is. And we like that. You know, but the first song is a song called A Song For You. Mm. Mm, Donnie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this song was originally written and released by Leon Russell in 19, 1970. Um, and he's like a, he was like a rock singer and a pianist. Um, and this was on his debut album. But the song is described as a slow, pained plea for forgiveness and understanding from an estranged lover. Mm. This, it's a deep, dark, and honestly, sad song. Yeah. You know, I feel like this could have been on the Heartbreak Harmony episode easily. For sure. Yeah. But it's beautiful and it's composed beautifully. With 10,000 people watching. But we're alone now. 
And I'm singing the song to you. As, you know, good as the writing is and, you know, Leon did his thing, it's been covered over 200 times. Wow. Wow. By wow. people such as Ray Charles, Herbie Hancock, Amy Winehouse, Aretha, and even Whitney. <laughs> and we know Aretha gonna get her little Aretha. piece. Right. Yeah, she's she gonna get she gonna get her piece, baby. I feel like Aretha used to be like, mm, mm, I like that song. Right. Get it me. to me. Get it to me. She'd be like, what's that song? Come here, come here. Come, come here. Let me. Wait, you hear that? Taylor typing like it's an actual laptop. Ain't no laptop like that. No, no, no. I was like, I'm like, she's typing like it's an actual I just think of her with a big ass camcorder. Smiling <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, that's gonna be my song. <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, as, as many times as this song has been covered, the one um cover that is to me is unmatched is the one by Donnie Hathaway. Mm. Yeah. Uh it is in a league of its own. And it's funny because the song came out in 1970. He released his version in 1971. Mm, wow. Leon never had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> he never had a chance. Mm. Um, he ain't going no breathing room. But, no. but you know, Donnie had this this really deep, soulful, beautiful voice, yeah. gorgeous voice. Yeah. And he, I feel like he did this, something to this song that uh, no one else was able to do. Because it inflicts emotions mm-hmm. that you never even knew that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this with the with the My Life album, how even if you're not going through it, you yeah. feel it. Yes. Like really, really being able to empathize with people. And and also like the piano mm-hmm. in this song, that's to me like it shines just as much as Donnie. Isn't it only a piano in yes. his voice? Piano. Yeah, it's only piano a piano in his voice. That's what makes yeah. it even more like powerful. Powerful, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that he, oh girl, it is. Now. And I'm singing a song to you mm. yeah. yeah but um uh this song was actually inducted into the grammy hall of fame that's how good it is it should be. um so All that should tell you everything you need to know yep and i'll just sing one one not sing sorry <clears throat> i'll just read one line <clears throat> i know your image of me is what i hoped it to be i treated you unkindly but darling can't you see there's no one more important to me Baby, can't you see through me? Because mm. we're alone now and I'm singing this song to you. Wow. Mm. I love you in a place where there's no space or time. I love you for my life. You're a friend of mine. Yes. And when my life is over, remember when we were together, we were alone. Mm. And I was singing this song to you. That's so beautiful. Leon did his thing on the pen, but Donnie was the one to me who delivered the ultimate version of this yeah. song. Yeah. Sometimes so. I don't even think about the words that he's singing. I'm just hearing the emotion yeah. in his voice. You it's can just, feel it. Yeah. You could just feel it. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I can't even hear the words. I yeah. just hear him. Yeah. 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 And, no, and knowing it. his like life story yeah. too. Yeah. It yeah. hit yeah. a little differently. Different. It does. Who yep. child. So beautiful. But it's a, but peace. it is a beautiful song. Yes, rest in peace. He was definitely a gem. Mm-hmm. Second one. Our girl, Aretha Franklin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Aretha. Um, this song, I say a little prayer. Oh, Yes. That's a good one. Yes. Snatched it from Auntie Dion. Snatched it. <laughs> so Dion released this song. Um, Dion from East Orange, New Jersey. Yes, Stand she up. is. Hey. <laughs> Jersey native. Um, this song was released by Dion Warwick in 1967 and was written by Burke. I'm going to pronounce his last name Bacharach. wrong. Bacharach. Bacharach, who just passed away recently, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Rest he in did. peace. Um, and Hal David in 1967. What a duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a duo. They, that was... What they, a trio. What a trio. They made magic together, and this was on Dion's eighth studio album. The fact that she had eight, stu- eight albums at this point, stop right. playing with yeah. Dion. Don't she play is with a, her. She's yeah. a quadruple OG in you the You think game. she got flowers? <laughs> Not as much as she should. Yeah. But I think it's because people don't know. Like, a lot of people yeah. don't know that this is her song. They think it's Aretha's song. 
Mm. But but anyway, that documentary. Y'all should watch that documentary. Oh, I was yeah, saying she does have it's, a yeah. it's on HBO Max. It, it, like, she got her flowers in that. Okay, okay. yeah, I'm gonna check it out. But okay. yeah, it's really good. People definitely respect her though. Yeah. I, don't, oh, yeah. I, don't, no, I don't think people like disrespect her. She just, Mm-mm. I guess, her name doesn't always come up. Yeah. I guess when you're talking about the greats, I, I think in a particular generation she would. Mm. But uh, yeah, like yeah. I, of course ours. I think they don't think about yeah. it. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, different. But yeah, yeah. And she was more like. Pop, she had more pop appeal. She did. Where Aretha had more R&B, R&B soul, soul. So you're hitting gospel. more the urban. Yeah. 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 Where she's like more for the masses. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially because the way how David and Burt Bacharach composed songs. Mm-hmm. And that's how her song sounded, right? It was very yeah. light. Very yeah. 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 You know, yeah. light and fun. Yes. Oh, but Aretha. <laughs> Aretha put that soul, that soul on it. Yeah. Um, but it, but her, Dion's version was very sweet and it was very fun. And it, and it landed in the top 10 and it sold over a million, million units. So it was very successful but believe it or not my first exposure to this song was through American Idol really um, oh, it wow. was the season for Kelly Clarkson and remember how they used to ah. split them up into many groups and they yeah. would have to sing like these songs together yeah. and rotate Kelly sang the first verse the moment I wake up oh. before I put on my makeup I say a little prayer for you yes. yeah and I was like I didn't know what the song was, but I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So, yes, like I said, the original was released in 1967, but the version for me that Aretha did was released in 1968. Again, with y'all releasing back to back like this. <laughs> Also remember, <laughs> sometimes even though it's released in '67, they might have mm-hmm. recorded it in '65. Yeah, true, you know that's what I'm saying. True. And yeah. they might have heard true. it. You know, music mm-hmm. back then it was the industry was much slower. Yeah, it wasn't that's as true. like yeah. you could put it out on Spotify tonight. Right, 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 right. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, right. It takes some yeah. time. So yeah. they, she might have heard it way before. She probably, you know, you know she what probably did. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, she. And they're in the same circles, you know, with the camcorder. Not the camcorder. '67. Wait, no, no. Actually, actually, no. This is the one time we can't. Call hey Aretha because what, what happened was her and her background singers were actually just like playing around in the studio oh, when they were recording like her album Aretha Now. Up. Yeah. yeah. And they okay. were just kind of like, yeah, just playing around singing. Mm-hmm. And somebody was just like, somebody pressed record. Yes. I love stories like that. I love that. I love mm-hmm. stories like that. And then, and then they like they, they recorded them practicing and then they was like, they played it back for her. And she was like, oh, that kind of sounds <laughs> good. Let's actually do a real recording. And that's how we got Aretha's I Say a Little Prayer. Yes. So, but you know, this song here, it's, 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 it's a fun song. It's a light song. Aretha sounds like she's in love. You know, it's kind of like... Um, you're just wishing you're just kind of wishing the best for your partner yeah. as you go out on your day as I'm yeah. going out my day I'm always thinking about you and I'm hoping that you're okay right. so it's, mm-hmm. it's very it's a very beautiful and fun song hmm. and then my last song is Make You Feel My Love mm. I get so emotional to this song Oh. This this song was originally written by Bob Dylan mm. um, for really? his yeah. I didn't even know that Bob can write Bobby he's real That's folky wow. That's, Bob can write he got a pen. Yeah, I'm not even a huge fan, but he no, got a pen. Same. Like, you yeah. can't deny. Like nah. you got it, you got it. Yeah. Um, but for his 13th studio album, this is another one that's been in the game a long time. So Let me tell you, them them older acts, girl, yeah, they don't girl. busting out, busting albums. it out, busting yeah. it out. I'm like, dang, how, how how can you think of that many songs? And that's the thing is <laughs> that they don't even the release all their music. No, yeah. they don't. That's the crazy yeah. thing. Mm-mm-mm. For those of you who um may or may not know Bob Dylan he is a folk rock country gospel mm-hmm. artist um, now I'm not I'm not a big fan but Cameron is actually oh. um, and so like I've such heard an of Aquarius her. thing to be <laughs> a fan of Bob Dylan it is though <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't, I can't, you know, I agree. Listen. Um, so, so I've heard a variety of his songs over the years, like that camera would play. And we actually went to a Broadway show um, that was named after one of his uh, songs called Girl from the North Country. And it was in the whole the show was based off of all his music. So they incorporated oh, wow. his music into the show. Oh, that's cool. And I took Cameron in for his birthday one Aww. year. So he really enjoyed that. That's cool. But so I definitely respect him as an as an a writer, as a as an artist, um, because he has a lot of material. He has a lot of classic mm-hmm. songs that a lot of people yeah. love all over the world. Yes, so ma'am. um uh oh, what what's going on with the theater? Sorry. <clears throat> so anyway, so I'm just gonna read some of the the lyrics from the song. When the rain is blowing in your face and the whole world is on your case, I could offer you a warm embrace to make you feel my love. Mm. I could make you happy, make your dreams come true. Nothing that I wouldn't do. Go to the ends of the earth for you to make you feel my love. The thing about this song, the lyrics are simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not complex, Mm-mm. but it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful love song, you know, that I feel like. Again, Adele's version takes it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, it, this song has been covered over 450 times. Dang. Wow. Who yes. knew? Wow. Over 450? 450 times. Did you hear Bob's version? Yes, of course. How different is it from Adele's? Is it more folky? Is very different. Very different. Mm. It's all folky. All folky. Uh, okay. It's yeah. like night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. His voice is like raspy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can literally like see him like on a wooden stool playing his banjo <laughs> or something singing this. Song. But it's crazy because the lyrics is like it's very emotional. So right. how how's that? He, his his version does not sound emotional to me. Okay, I was going to yeah. ask. Besides the lyrics, could you tell that it was that song? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, like oh, the, yeah. the arrangement the is similar. The arrangement is similar okay. in that sense. Okay. Yes. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> but like the way he sings it and yeah. the way Adele's very different. Mm, very different. Of course. Of yeah. Well, yeah. Different voices too. Yeah. And yeah. just the way oh, that yeah, she yeah, conveys yeah. emotion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, because, you know, Adele has that real trained voice. Yeah. Like, you could tell she worked with, like, a vocal coach. Yeah. yeah. You know, Rob Dylan, I'm not saying that he didn't, but it's a little yeah. bit more, rough, like, a little bit more rougher on the edges. Yeah, you know? yeah. of course. But that's yeah. his style. Yep. And exactly. that works for him. Yeah. I could offer you a warm embrace to make you feel my love. The first time I heard this song was Adele's version. So, I didn't even know, honestly, until, like, Four or five years ago, that Bobby was had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even original. know. Yeah, um, I think I had to like go to Wikipedia or something mm-hmm. to see. But um, this is a song that Adele always includes in her concerts, and it has a special a special place in my heart because Cameron and I have bonded over over, over the mm-hmm. song over the years because nice. nice. he's a Bob Dylan fan, and I've always loved that song. You know, that's so crazy. So, yes, I was just came I together. was literally oh, just so thinking cute. that I was like, yeah. it's amazing how you could tell somebody like, oh, one of my favorite songs is "Make You Feel My Love," and then somebody else would be like, mine too, and then you're like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, but what version? Right, right. You know what I'm like yeah. now, you can be like, "What version do you like?" You yeah, know? Like, and he I didn't, didn't know, know there was a version. He didn't know Adele existed, and mm, I didn't know the Bob Dylan version. Which one out of the 450? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, but yeah, this song is considered to be a standard. Oh, um, beautiful song. And what that, mm. that basically what it means is that it's a musical composition of established popularity, considered mm-hmm. part of the standard repertoire. Yeah, and one of one or several genres. So yeah. because it's been covered so many times, it's it has that um, distinction. But yeah, those are my three, y'all. All covers, but, but I feel like those are the 
the more well-known versions of all yeah. three gotcha. of songs. Yeah, I think you said the original artist for the pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think them. Come on now. Yeah, okay, yeah. For them? Right. right. Ew, it get paid for. Yeah. They're the ones getting the money. The royalties. Right. The royalties. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's they, they probably they're the ones saying thank you. <laughs> right, right, right. No, thank you. <laughs> you know, you can do whatever you want. As long as I got my coin, right. Keep singing it. Right. Give me the royalties. Actually, put in a commercial. Do it all. Whatever you want. Right. I ain't working day in my life. Right. Oh my gosh. All beautiful. Songs, yeah. Yeah, great yeah. job, great song. Thank you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to go? Yeah, I'll go. go? Okay. Oh. So, like I said, I have two that um, I chose the covers for, and then one in the original. Yes. Um, first one we have is Cruising. Oh, oh. Which mm-hmm. the battle, the battle of the cruising. <laughs> The battle of the cruise. Yes. Yeah. Battle of the Who cruise. Who you cruising with, Dami? You already know. <laughs> y'all should know. Okay. Right. Right. So, um, the original uh, was a 1979 single written, produced, and performed by, we all know, Smokey mm-hmm. B. Robinson for Motown Records. B. Robinson. B. Yes. I just know he was sl- Never mind. You know you, what? Well, let me tell you. Well, Back we, in the day. We ain't got to talk about it. We ain't got to talk about it. We know. With the, with the light eyes. In Detroit. And you might be singing this. Okay. And he's singing this to you? Hmm. Oh, we cruising all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a romantic ballad. And it's about the joys of cruising together. The chorus repeats. I love it when we're cruising together. This music is played for love. Cruising is made for love. Mm. Um, it just, you know, gives the underlying idea that cruising is not just a physical journey. Yeah. But one of affection and it's understanding between two people. Yeah. So we know it's a beautiful song. However, Oop. in nineteen ninety five. <laughs> my first male crush D'Angelo mm-hmm. recorded a cover of Cruisin' for his yes, 1995 album Brown Sugar mm-hmm. this classic. cover oh, such a classic cover was released as the album's second single released October 12th um, and was commercially successful charting with the top 10 of the US R&B charts yes. um, it's of course a neo soul soulful rendition mm-hmm. um, you have the violin in the background you have the cello you hear the shakers in the back <laughs> um you're right you hear right? It's, it's, it's very it's i don't say it's different because i feel like the arrangement is pretty similar okay. but mm-hmm. um he just added a couple more instruments a couple mm-hmm. giving a little neo soul yes uh, take to it yeah, yeah. In the most respectful way, I'm gonna say. <laughs> when I think of the Smokey Robinson's version, I low key think of like I don't want to say kids bop, but like Wait. I think of it as like a teenage bop, like very like well, cute teenage, yes, yeah, yes. cute. Like <laughs> I wrote this in my notes. I could see myself <laughs> listening to this while um, sipping on a milkshake on a date with a guy named Ricky. Wait, Earl or Earl, or Ricky Earl, or Tony. You know what I'm saying, Tony like. Earl. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was written and produced in 1979 like I could feel myself in the 60s like hearing this song at the soda pop shop right <laughs> you know what I'm saying but the cover the one that D'Angelo did I, I get it in an adult feel like mm. I can see myself playing this in the car with mm. the love of my life yeah. top drop yeah, yes. the wind is blowing through my fro, mm, yeah. Ooh, and yes. I'm I'm feeling like a grown woman with my man. You understand? It's the grown up version. Yeah, okay, I hear you. Right. I hear you. So I prefer mm-hmm. the cover. Um, his smooth voice, but his vocal mm. range. So he went low, but he also was going high. The harmonies were beautiful. He's a great range. Yeah. <sighs> I love my man. Anyway, <laughs> not my man. So that's 
my man, my man, my man, my man. I love his version of uh, "Feel Like Making Love." Oh yeah, too. Yeah, it's so good. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh my Ooh, god. Girl. That song was already sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Good choice. Oh, right. Second one. Second one goes back to the first question that uh, Michaela asked about when was the first time you realized um, that a song was a cover. And I talked about how, you know, I grew up on a lot of reggae music mm-hmm. and I didn't know that they took a lot of songs from like <laughs> R&B, gospel, yeah. um, soul, jazz. Country. So, country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of country. Mm-hmm. A lot of country. Um, so this second song is called Walk Away From Love. Um, okay. So the original Walk Away From Love was recorded by American singer David Ruffin. Y'all already know who David Ruffin is. <laughs> oh, 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 my Capricorn brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is in 19, 1975. This was his only number one R&B hit. Really? Um, he did have two like pop hits, but this is technically his only number one for R&B. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, This song talks about uh, just leaving someone because you're afraid that someday they'll leave you anyway. So you'll break Mm. their heart before they get the chance to break yours. I'm gonna walk away from love. It's a sad song. It's Mm. like when you have a fear of abandonment, it's like, well, I'd rather break this off before you break it off for us. Wow. Ooh, child. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And you know his voice. He has a raspy (laughs) voice, but it's very sexy. It's very manly. Um, The song itself is is more up-tempo in comparison to the cover, which I'm going to discuss. So the cover is by um, an artist named Biddy Biddy McLean. Mm -hmm. Um, He was a British Jamaican (laughs) reggae Mm. artist. um, And primarily he focused on Lover's Rock, Mm -hmm. which I'll explain a little later. Um, this cover was released in 2004. This was released on his album um, called On Bond Street, Kingston, Jamaica. Um, so like I said, this is a Lover's Rock slash Rocksteady type of song. Mm. Um, so Rocksteady and Lover's Rock is the precursor technically to actual reggae music. So okay. reggae music wasn't out yet. Um, this type of uh, music dominated for only like two years. Mm. Yeah. Wow between like 1966 and 1968 Um, and it was influenced by jazz music of course it was influenced by rhythm and blues Mm -hmm. um, and soul Mm. Um, so Rocksteady is is a very like slow tempo song Mm -hmm. it's a song where you could just slow dance with your partner Mm. Um, but you have that riff that you know that that reggae was like yeah (laughs) but slow it's it's more slower paced Mm -hmm. Um, so I prefer this cover um, versus the original because it's a sad breakup song, right? Um, when it's slowed down, like I can actually listen to the song and like mm. really like feel the lyrics of yeah. it. Yeah. When I hear the David Ruffin's version, like of course it's great. David Ruffin can sing his ass off. Yeah. And it's, it's it's very raspy. It's sexy, but I don't believe yeah. the lyrics. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're talking about like you know I'm gonna break this off before you ruin it for us, mm. and it's like. Mm, the way that he's singing it, it doesn't yeah, sound it's like it's, it's giving masculine. Like, are you sure are you trying to, or yeah. you, or you cheating? That's what yeah. you're doing, you know. Yeah. But uh, the Biddy McLean version, it's it's very um, subdued, and I really like. I could see myself like 
dancing with my broom as I'm cleaning. <laughs> and I'm just swaying yes, my with broom. broom. <laughs> yes, with the broom. And, you know, just saying, I'm going to walk away from love. I'm going to walk away from love. So I say David was performing, mm-hmm. but Biddy was emoting. Yeah. He was emoting. Oh, yeah. Emoting. So definitely check it out. Um, check Wait, out sing, both of them. sing that again? Sing that last part? I'm going to walk away from love. I've heard that. Mm. Somewhere. Have you heard the part and be like, um, before love breaks my heart? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I heard that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, look mm-hmm. at that. I never knew what it was called. Right, right. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, definitely check out both versions. Both of them are great, of course, but yeah. I just love the Walk rock away. steady, slower paced song uh, version from Biddy McQueen. You said rock steady. I was like, hold up. Rock steady, baby. Wrong one, wrong one. Not that, not that. No, I definitely heard that song before. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then last song. We got another Aretha. Mm, look, there, <laughs> she there, there, there she goes. There she goes. Showing up. But we're not lying when we said she, she does it. She yeah, does she it. really does. Uh, this is the battle of something he can feel. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Such a good song. So this is the battle between Aretha Franklin and En Vogue. Who are you going with? This is my only one that I prefer the original. Yes. Okay. yes. That's, that's I, the only right. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> it's true. I love, I love it. Man. To me, it's true. No, it's a, yeah. 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 So I'm going to talk about the original. Original from the Queen of Soul herself. Yes. It was a uh, song was composed by Curtis Mayfield, oh. of course. Of course. Curtis. For the 1976 motion picture Sparkle. Mm-hmm. Um <sighs> If you guys don't know about the film, the film is following an aspiring all-girl trio struggling for fame in the 60s in Harlem. Um, so the song Something He Could Feel was a part of their like sexy nightclub mm-hmm. performance act. Mayfield told uh, Billboard that the song was based on how I thought a woman might feel when she was uh, to love a man. And oh my gosh! <laughs> just, mm. just listen to the song. He was spot on. All what right. Say that I'm too young. Yes. Don't you know just where I'm coming from? Love it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, "I have written all these songs for the youngsters who were Don't acting a sparkle." <laughs> mm. But he explained, "What is funny is how the death of my writing made me think of Aretha." Wait, mm. what? So he he was basically saying like he was writing all these songs for the young people, mm-hmm. but every time he was, you know, writing about it, he was thinking about Aretha. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking like this should actually be for Aretha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Damn. yeah, um, mm-hmm. <sighs> living the world to get online. <laughs> yes, such Everybody a good song. Seems so uptight. <laughs> Nothing is wrong. It's all right. All right. My man. Thank you. All right, the cover, the cover by R&B group En Vogue, <laughs> which is funny because the original is called Something He Could Feel, but En Vogue's version is called Giving Him Something He Could Feel. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing, it's the same, thing. same Sexy thing. video. Yeah, yeah sexy video. Um, it was released as a second single from their um, second album called Funky Divas, yes. 1992, Classic. Mm. which was also a successful hit. So in fact, this song became number one hit on the Billboard's R&B singles chart twice with two separate recordings both Aretha Franklin and En Vogue wow the the power of the song power of the song power of the song Curtis so do I need to say more as to which version I prefer (laughs) (laughs) I low-key feel like En Vogue was giving Lil Fast Girl like they they little fast singing that 
What y'all know about that? I mean, the, the video was sexy. The video was sexy. And the men that they had in the video, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the video. It's some like heavy hitters in that video. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you know when they say like them, them nineties men, army yeah, men, they, 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 they were in there, they were in there. But I say um, Aretha was giving grown woman, like mm. woman that know how much she was loving her man. She and it's like, oh baby, yeah. when he come home from war, yeah, I'm gonna make sure you got the full Yeah, ham hocks and, hogs and collars on and collars. Okay, <laughs> I think she performed that on Soul Train. Soul Train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that song. All performances from on that on that song is just. Very good. Yeah. Mm. And again, she's she's emoting this energy. Like the ad libs, the runs. She was given big horny. Oh. <laughs> big horny. I love the ad libs. <laughs> I can't get enough of your funky stuff. Oh yes. <laughs> nah, that's yeah. Ooh, Aretha. Yes. We know you love an ad lib. I love a good ad lib. No. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> what ad lib was that? <laughs> that's what I was yeah. waiting on. Wait, oh no, you don't know the song then. Hey, you don't know what she said that? Oh, hey. oh, then. oh I just okay. Don't do me. Come yeah, on, hold up. You know I know this. She was running a little too much. <laughs> you know I know this song. Don't do me. <laughs> she said, "What's that? I ain't never heard that. Like, what, what cover is that? <laughs> right. Oh but yeah, gosh. those are those are my three Great songs, Dami. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, I'm gonna uh, start with a little bittersweet one. Uh, first one is "I Will Always Love You." Mm. We already Show. know it's the Whitney version. <sighs> The covers of all covers. Yes. Ooh. I'm not going to even try to sing it because I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it'll make me emotional, number one, and, and I don't want to. So um, many mm. people would consider that this is Whitney's signature song. Her version just obviously takes the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, no one else could top it, not even Dolly herself. Nope. Um, like we she said, know that. She knows. Yeah. Oh yeah, she does. She's <laughs> she, she said that. Like you can like that's her song. That's what song. Um Dolly Parton, as we, I've said in the country episode, she wrote I Will Always Love You. Mm-hmm. Um this I don't know, she put her country foot into writing this <laughs> this bittersweet ballad. Um, which basically is about a breakup from business partner and mentor. Porter Wagner, who she worked with for years, and she loved to work with him. However, she thought it was her time to go solo and do things on her own. Mm -hmm. And she just wanted to convey to him, like, hey, I'm ready for our business relationship to go. Um, And he wasn't really having it. He's like, no, you can't leave Dolly. Like, I need you on my show, this and that. And Dolly's like, no, I want to go be on my own. So they were going back and forth, bickering about leaving. And she basically was like, you're not going to get it until I write a song. So she wrote the song. Wow. She pour, poured her heart and soul into it. And she actually sang the song to him and it made him cry. And he was like, go ahead. Like, you got it. You can leave. <laughs> wow. The song was then released in 1974. Now, Dolly has said, like, it's her biggest song of her career so far. Like, this was only, this was like 2011 she was saying this. So it's yeah. still the biggest song of her career. She's like, I'm famous for for several songs, but this one has been recorded by more people and made me more money than all of them. Mm. <laughs> oh, so I bet. she said that Period. this song came from, and she's like, this song came from a true and deep place in my heart. So almost 20 years later, Kevin Costner suggested the song for the movie The Bodyguard, one of my favorite movies. Mm. David Foster and Whitney rearranged the song into a soul ballad, and the song just soared off the charts. Whitney put magic into this song. I mean, she, I think she sang the way Dolly felt. 
Mm. Like she, Dolly, you know, she was really feeling some type of way, but Whitney actually conveyed the way that she wanted to sing this song. And Mm -hmm. I've heard Dolly's version and it's nice. And and she has like spoken word in it and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But even the acapella beginning of, yeah, Mm -hmm. even the acapella beginning of I Will Always Love You just, it hits you automatically like tears yeah. in your eyes that's why I refuse to sing it it's just I mean they even played it at her funeral I can't you yeah. know yeah. it makes me think about my yeah it makes me think about my mother it's just it's an amazing yeah. old lovers anybody who you yeah. just like parted ways from it just it fits so many things Dolly did say that um she was, you know, they asked her if she can, if they can use her song. She said, go ahead, you know, pretty much. But she didn't think anything of it because she didn't hear back from them or if it was mm-hmm. put together or not. And she says she first heard the song when she was driving. And she kind of thought, like, when she heard If I, she was like, hmm, I wonder, like, that kind of sounds like my song. But mm-hmm. the acapella kind of threw her off. Mm-hmm. So then when she said that Whitney started to sing I Will Always Love You, she said she almost wrecked her car. Yeah, she said wow. she said she had to pull to the side of the road because she was like, oh, my gosh, she's singing my song. Oh, like she almost had a she's like, I darn near had a fit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like the way her country self is. And I was just like, that's amazing. I feel like that's an amazing feeling when somebody like takes your song, you poured your heart and soul into it and then they just sing it like yeah. so beautifully, so perfectly. Yeah. You're just like blown away, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the song actually was offered to Patti LaBelle um, by Dolly because Dolly really wow. thought that Patti could sing it the way she wanted it to be sung. No. Um, mm-hmm. I love Patti. No, yeah. yeah. And, and th- there was talks, you know, about, you know, her singing in and stuff, but it just never came together for whatever reason, which is how the music industry is sometimes. Yeah. It just doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, even Patti herself said that when Whitney got it, she was just like, it's yours. Like, yeah. <laughs> you took it, you got it. Like, that's it. your song. Um, Elvis almost covered the song. Oh, hell no. No, but listen. <laughs> Dolly, mind you, remind y'all, she's a Capricorn. So the, his manager, who is really greedy, uh, he asked for half of her publishing for, on the song. Mm. Dolly said no. Right. Mm-hmm. I right. can't let you have that. Yeah. Like she said no. She had, it, like had to make a a, a business move. Like, and she wanted because yeah. Elvis. I know we say no, but Elvis and her were of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Of course. She would want him to sing it. Yeah. She actually want. She was like, I was really sad that he wasn't going to sing the song. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right no uh, right so <laughs> yes uh, but she said no I had to keep that copyright to herself and she was right she she yeah. should have because my god like it's made her a lot of money she even used some of her royalties to help like build up a black community in Nashville so she's doing what she needs to do with that and thank god for Whitney Thank God Kevin Costner heard the song and thought it would fit because they were actually going to put out a different single. Mm. But the way that Whitney sang the hell out of that song, it just, the drop when she goes... We've all sung it. We've all heard it. We've all heard different yep. renditions. And I think even the people who sing the different renditions sing Whitney's version. Oh, they know you know better. what I'm saying? Like they don't even sing they don't even sing, but you know, they don't sing Dolly's oh, version. No, no, they no. sing Whitney's yeah, version. They sing yeah, the bodyguard version. Yeah. The version. Um yes, the one and only <laughs> version. Um but yeah, mm. Whitney, uh, such a beautiful song it from really a beautiful is. soul and 
Lord Jesus, Whitney just, I don't know what she did. That throat. I don't know. One of one. I don't know that what throat. she did. I don't know <laughs> what her and David Foster were talking about and how they came up with that arrangement. Yeah. But it was absolutely beautiful. Like, yeah. even the acapella. Yeah, they were just, nervous about that acapella on the radio. Yeah, they, they didn't were, know how yeah. people would receive yeah. that. They but didn't know, but wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be any other way. Oof. So I had to. I wanted to start off like that because I don't want to end on that sad <laughs> note because it's kind of sad. And I don't know. It's something yeah. about these, as we've all said, sad songs have been covered. So it's that emotion of sadness and yeah. feeling hurt or feeling um, like that breakup. It's yeah. it's yeah. Uh, universal. Like everybody has felt that way. So yeah. you just you want to sing that out. So yeah, these. These writers, they are incredible. Mm-hmm. Very much so. My second um, song is Walk On By. And oh. as we have said, another another lady, Dionne Warwick, yep. mm-hmm. um, constantly covered, mm-hmm. composed yes. by Burt Bacharach and Hal David. Um, first version <laughs> was go. released in 1964. It's been recorded by Gloria Gaynor, Cindy Lauper, Seal. But my favorite version is Isaac Hayes. Now, my mom loved Lorenz Tate as well as Ice Cube and a couple of other. Right. (laughs) One of her favorite movies was Dead Presidents. And Mm. it's a great movie. It's just about like a black Vietnam vet trying to survive after returning from war. Yeah. Yeah. Basically turns to a life of crime because he can't. America ain't treating him right, like we all know. Tale as old as time. Yes. Um, This song actually appears at the last scene of the movie when he's sentenced to life. And his Isaac Hayes' version starts to play and I y'all would probably know that song mm-hmm. if you heard it. His um it was on one of his albums, uh, and it the actual album version is like twelve minutes long. <laughs> but Damn, they used yeah. to love them long ass songs. Right. Yes. Well he also like it's not just the lyrics, but they, they it's did. instrumentation. So it's yes, a lot yeah. of like guitar playing yes. and all that stuff. But it, it's beautiful. I yeah. love it. Is I a love yeah, all like, minutes of it. <laughs> yes, because it takes about I would say two minutes mm. or so for you to actually hear him start singing. Um, yes, but his version is much more striking. Has a lot of funk in it, a lot of soul in it, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense given the type of musician that Isaac Hayes was. I start to cry each time we meet. Dion, like we said, she has like that pop feel. It kind of yeah. is jazzy. Yeah. If you see me walking down the street and I start to cry each time we meet, mm. walk on by. Dun, dun, dun. See, it's like, you know, very, very jazzy, light. But yeah. his is very like, I'm sad. Don't like just walk <laughs> on by, like, leave me alone. Like, you don't want to see me cry. And I just love to hear men like have that type of emotion. I love to hear yeah. them sing about yeah. that. And to me, like the strings in this song really carry it for me. Um, it has this alluring feel to it. And, you know, he has that soulful voice yeah. and it adds like grit to the song as well. So, and like I said, I just love when a man sings about his emotions. <laughs> so this is my <laughs> favorite Isaac version. Is cool yeah. Yeah. He's a cool, yeah. yeah. He was, cool. he passed away. Yeah. yeah, he was a cool, cool dude. He always yeah. wore shades. <laughs> he like, did, yeah. Listen, yeah. Listen, I ain't about to be 
My next song is uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Oh, wow. This was written by one of the greatest writing duos to ever exist, Nick Mm -hmm. Ashford and Valerie Simpson. Uh, The composition was first successful in 1967 um, with Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. And then it became a hit again in 1970 when it was recorded by Diana Ross. Um, this was actually Diana Ross's first solo number one hit on the Billboard mm. Hot 100. Wow. And she was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Vocal por- Performance because of this. Her version is my favorite version. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, British soul singer Dusty Springfield, she wanted to record the song, but um, Nick Ashford and Valerie Simpson declined because they were hoping that it would give them access to Motown. And which mm, it did. Mm. Um, oh, I didn't realize they weren't on Motown. Wow. Not yet when that when they wrote the song. Yeah. Um, as Valerie Simpson has said, we played that song for her, but we wouldn't give it to her because we wanted to hold that back. We felt like <laughs> that could be our entry to Motown. Nick called it the golden egg. <laughs> and indeed. So it was. was. Um, they mm. did rearrange the song for Diana Ross's version. They wanted to have more like gospel elements to it. So they added like a choir. There were like mm. more strings. Um, Nick Ashford and, and Valerie Simpson are actually singing in the background as well with her. Of course. Um, and there's a lot more production value in this version, I feel like, compared to Tammy and Marvin. That's true. Yeah. Which is more upbeat and like danceable. Yeah. That's true. Um, Diana's version is just the best version to me. It's like, she perfected it. Barry Gordy actually didn't like this version. He said because he didn't like the What's the Barry? spoken word. You know how so. Uh-huh. I love that part That's about it. Part yeah. You know what? I, I totally agree. <laughs> it's one of my <laughs> yes, one of my favorite. And usually, I, I'm not really into spoken word either. But mm-hmm. for this song, it just fits. Like, and Diana, if I'm not mistaken, she actually wrote the sp- spoken uh, parts of the song. So oh. yeah, so it's okay. it's beautiful. Um, and it, it just feels very natural natural to mm-hmm. the song mm-hmm. and even the way they wrote or ar- arranged around the spoken word like she goes back and forth you know and if you should miss my loving one of these old days <laughs> if you should ever miss the arms that used to hold you so yeah. close or the mm-hmm. lips that used to touch yours so tenderly just remember what I told you the day I, I set, set you, you free, free. And she goes on to sing. Yes, I love it. Yes, it is incredible. And I I remember hearing Marvin Gaye's and um, Tammy Terrell's version mm-hmm. and liking it. You know, obviously Motown can't go wrong it's with Motown, that. And yeah, it, you right. know, obviously I listened to it with my grandfather because he loved Motown. Yeah. And then one day I just stumbled across her version. I was like, oh, she got a version. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is the one. This, this yeah. is the, the one. one. This is how it was meant to be written. Yeah. And it it was beautifully done. So kudos to Nick Ashford and Valerie Simpson because, my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's a scene, I think it's the last last episode, if not the last, one of the last episodes of Pose mm-hmm. where they do yes. this song. When oh, I tell you I wept like yes. a baby. I think it was Blanca who did it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I wept like a baby. So I think that's when she so won, like, Mother. Yeah. Oh, mother, yeah. 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 It was so beautiful. It's, yes. And it made me love the song even, even more. more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a yes. great song. For this that. song is incredible. I wanted to end on a high note. So that's why it's Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Because yes. keep me what from you. Yeah. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no river no river So keep me from you. Yeah. Keep me. Keep me from you. Yes. Oh. Okay, Ashford and Simpson. Yes. yes.
it just goes yes. up. Yes. I love it. I love it. Great yes. songs. Mm-hmm. Why do you That's think? Great picks. Yeah. Thank you. Those are great Why picks. Why do y'all think the original songs are covered? Like, what do you think really grabs people about it? Because who would have thought that Bob Dylan's Make You Feel My Love could be what Adele yeah. put to it? It's the, it's the words. It's, it's the, words. the lyrics. It's, it's, yeah. it's absolutely the lyrics. And yeah. sometimes the cover is kind of sounds, it's arranged similarly to the original. Mm-hmm, but sometimes. when the cover is completely different, you know it's the words that, yeah. that caught their attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like when you hear Dolly's I Will Always Love You, I would never, in my mind, I would never get what we got from Whitney out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But Kevin Costner saw the words, words and he saw how the words were applicable to the movie mm-hmm. and knew that we, they could use that it somewhere. Was yeah. It was perfect. It was yeah. kismet. It was perfect. Yeah. That was yeah. fate. That was destiny. That was all of them. Everything. Yeah. All in one. The power of the pen. It yes. is. No, most definitely. Wow. We hope that you guys enjoyed this hook today. Yes. Originals versus covers. Let us know what original or what cover song y'all like or of the original. Yeah. We'll see what y'all thinking about. Um, you know, I, 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 there's so many. We could just keep naming there's them. A lot there's of so, them. so, so many of them. I'm still in love with you, Sean yeah. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't start. I didn't realize that was a cover. <laughs> please do not start. <laughs> That's yes. one of my favorite songs of my yes. whole life. And really? like, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Such a good song. Yeah. Um, Lauren Hill, Can't Take My Eyes Off of oh, You. Oh, oh That's Frankie yes. Valley. Frankie yeah. Valley. That's true. His version wow. is good, too. Yeah, his version is. is good, too. His yeah. version is good. Frankie, Frankie was singing. Yeah. 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 Damn it, it's See, look, they out there they out there y'all. yes so let yeah. us know we'll be right back with Amla's slept on Saturday yes <laughs> alright y'all we back and Amla what you got for us yes, what are we sleeping y'all. on what are we sleeping what on what are we sleeping on y'all may have heard this one before I don't know but welcome back to probably another another that's yeah, why I slept know, on probably Saturday. Not. Depending on the year. Right? <laughs> anyway. Anything from 1980. <laughs> this is not that old. <laughs> See, look, this is not that old, y'all. Today is slept on Saturday. Uh, well, a reminder slept on Saturday is not saying that you never heard it, but maybe it just didn't get rec- the recognition it deserved. This week is a song called Boy You Knock Me Out by Tatiana Ali. And if that name sounds familiar to you, Tatiana Ali was Ashley Banks on The Fresh Prince of Mm Bel-Air. And you remember she sang on the show, too. But Ashley also had a solo career. um, Well, she only released one album. (laughs) That's the solo career. She had a solo career after after the show went off. Um, This song was the second single released from that album. album It's called Kiss the Sky. And it samples Summer Madness by Cool and the Gang. Wow. What You Won't Do for Love by Bobby Caldwell. Mm-hmm. And that, that song has also been covered a lot, too, yeah. by the way. Um, and I feel like you could even say Outstanding by the Gap Band, even though they're not credited for it. I definitely feel like they sampled some from it. Because mm-hmm. it says, I, you, I can't find you. I want you and I can't deny it. Yeah. It's all about the things you do. Boy, you knock me out. Oh, like, that's the Gap yeah. Band. I don't yeah. know why they aren't credited, but I'm yeah, like. you better get your coins. You better mm-hmm. get your coins, Charlie. About 25 years old. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. Oh, you like that. Get the back pay. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, that's. That's from Outstanding, I mean. It makes me want to shout. But anyway, um, this one was written by Kelly Price and Stonebridge okay. and Nick Nice. Yeah, you know, Kelly was writer, yeah, backup she singer. Was, she used yeah. to do it all. I mean, give her... She, I feel like she sometimes people don't be giving her props, but she's been in the game a long time. And like I said, this album came out three years after The Fresh Prince ended. Um, and then, you know, 
I think the song I talked about and slept on Saturday a couple weeks ago was called Make Up Your Mind. Ashley sang that song on the show as well. So she was always kind of hinting at wanting to go into singing. And that's what she did with this album. And uh, Will Smith was actually in the video because, you know, they had to have that. They had that big brother, little sister type oh, yeah. of relationship. And, yeah. that, and he was kind of like that in the video, like saying, like, you know, he looking out for his sister as he as she's like looking for a little guy or whatever. You know, it was it was cute or whatever. Um, there's two versions of the song, one with him and one without him. Without him. I prefer the one without him. But, you know, that's just me. The one with him is called the what is it called? The Big Willie style edit. That's what they <laughs> That's when that album came out getting jiggy with it. So I guess that's why they guess that's why they said that. But it's a cute and a fun song. It's very catchy, very, very catchy. And I think that's because it really utilizes the samples uh, well. Yeah. But it's very late nineties, kinda like teenage girl falling in love. I'm in my room writing my diary type shit. But you know, it's 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 a very cute song and I don't know if a lot of people know about it, but um it was it was a, a moderately successful hit when she released it. So yeah. Boy, You Knock Me Out by Tatiana Ali. Mm. It's this week's Slept On Saturdays. Okay. Boy, you knock me out. That's cool. I can't deny it. Charlie, get your money. It's all about the things you do. Yeah. Boy, you knock me out. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like that. It's catchy. All right. Well. Love it. Do you accept submissions for Slept On? I do, but people don't be submitting. Yeah, I'm talking about y'all. Y'all got work to do. Y'all got work to do. <laughs> I, would, I would accept some if people would submit them. I'm curious to know what I haven't heard, which I haven't heard, or what you feel like people haven't heard, whatever. Send them. Well, yeah, that maybe we need to have a prompt. You know, some people don't be thinking about sending it without a prompt. Them. Got to be very specific, huh? Yeah. Go answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all be answering. Y'all doing a lot yeah. better at answering the questions, guys. No, thank I'll you. Give y'all thank you. Thank y'all. Y'all. Doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give y'all y'all credit. Yeah. So I slept on Saturday question. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. They probably need a prom because they're like, yeah. where are we going to put it at? Like, yeah. just going to oh, yeah, send true. it to you. Or email it to you. Yeah, like, right. nobody thinking about that. They want, you know, people want, they want to do that. Yeah. We want to do that for yeah. y'all. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, y'all heard it from, from her. She accepts it. <laughs> she accepts it. There's a lot of songs that we ain't heard, so please. Yes, put exactly. Put us on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, this was another episode of the Mad Music Podcast. We hope you guys yes. enjoy. Hope you guys have a great week. Yes. Um, you know blessed. the drill. Listen to Amma. Bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed and tune in next Friday. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Mad Music Podcast. Subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. We really want to hear from y'all. If you have any questions, suggestions for segments, feedback, or anything on your heart, send that to madmusicpodcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Joe and Jimmy and Matthew Passy. They're the reason we sound so crisp coming through your speakers. Y'all have a beautiful weekend. Be blessed and we'll see you next Friday.